0: Uh, Yeah, all eyes tonight on on, uh, Global News and uh, all ears on 6.30 CHED. As the um, provincial leaders debate gets underway, 6 o'clock, Danielle Smith, Rachel Notley going head-to-head, taking uh, the podiums to Mm -hmm. dive into the issues that... um, that are important to albertans
1: this is different than uh, debates we've seen in the past it's one on one bill anderson is our guest this morning to talk about this vice president crestview strategy political strategist bill how are you this morning i'm excellent thanks so much for having me i i'm i'm it's it's like the playoffs are beginning all (laughs) over again i'm so excited (laughs) this is different isn't it it's going to be a much different debate than what we're used to in this province
2: Totally, and I think, I think um, you know, the point you just made, Daryl, the fact that it's just going to be a, a one-on-one debate between two party leaders is, is kind of unique. It's not something we've seen quite a while.
0: So what are you going to be watching for this evening, Bill?
2: Well, look, I, I don't think either one of these candidates, either Smith or, or Notley, um, look at this evening's debate as an opportunity to win the election. Uh, I think they're both heading in there trying to, um, you know, sort of demonstrate that they're a steady hand at the wheel and mitigate risk for themselves because, of course, um, you know, it's uh, much more room for error than there is margin for victory here.
1: But what do you think about uh, about the the undecided numbers? Any of the polls that we've seen in the last little while show that there's a very high undecided, that they could go either way. Uh, I, I kind of wonder whether this can't be a real turning point for one of them.
2: Yeah. No, that's, that's a really good point. I mean, so a lot of the polling that I've looked at, Daryl, Um, You know, when you break down that undecided number by demographic, uh, a lot of the polling I've looked at shows um, a a high percentage of those undecided voters are uh, the type of folks who might have voted UCP in 2019 and are still trying to make up their mind about how they're going to vote this time around. I'm not totally confident that a a high number of those undecided voters are easily persuaded to vote NDP. I think the bigger word for Daniel Smith is whether they're going to vote at all.
0: Hmm, interesting. Bill Anderson is the VP of Crestview Strategy. We're talking about the leaders debate being held tonight. And, you know, uh, there, there has been talk and, you know, Daryl mentioned it too, that uh, debates, you know, oftentimes don't necessarily sway anybody. People are making up their minds. But we know that in 2015, the, the, the leaders debate was uh, a, a turning point in that campaign. I mean, so it can happen.
2: Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good point. I mean, I think, I think um, you know, the, the dynamic here with just two leaders on the stage will make it even more pronounced. But then I think that the, the fact that there were, you know, if my memory serves, um, you know, three leaders on the stage, in, in four leaders on the stage in yeah. 2015 – three leaders on the stage gosh i couldn't tell you but the, the reality is like it's it's like um it's, it's way more of a, a head-to-head battle this time as opposed to people sort of wondering like whose ball is the core going to end up in um it's, it's much it's much harder honestly to um sort of score points in a 1v1 battle than it is if there's a third player who's kind of not sure if the ball is coming their way or not mm-hmm
1: I'd always heard people talk about, you know, are, do, do you act like a, a prime minister? Do you act like a premier, etc.? How much is demeanor important within a debate? And this has been the case, you know, for, for every debate I think I've ever watched, people have talked about who seems more statesmanlike, for example. Uh, is that important in a debate?
2: Uh, yeah, like, and I think, you know, here's the trick to this, right? Like, I think if you watch the debate without the sound on, You could still kind of tell who won and and who's losing, right? Like um, so much of what I think the audience expects here is not to be persuaded into somebody's policy positions, but more so, can I trust your character? Can I trust your demeanor?
0: I think it's gonna be fascinating because uh both of the leaders um, you know, are, are are very good um for the most part, you know, uh public speaking and, and laying out their their thoughts, their ideas. I think one of the challenges that the moderators are, are going to have, and it's like anything right now, is is fact checking. And I, I don't know how you do that uh, as as you're going along uh in a in a in a situation like a, a debate.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, it's and, like it's the and then, you know, like like programs like yours the next day are going to be able to parse through it as well. Right. Um, the, the the reality is it's that that's just a tough thing to, to do. Um, you know, the, these both leaders are going for sound bites and for punchy points. Um, you know, the the number of liberties that they take in terms of, you know, how they lay out their information and how factual they are. Um, you know, that, that could, in, in fact, sort of create the biggest risk profile for either candidate. Have they taken too many liberties? Have they stretched the truth? Have they cast too many aspersions? Uh, that might not uh, um, uh, necessarily sit well with the audience.
1: Uh, then again, you know, there are many people who have said before, uh, it doesn't matter about the debate. It's sort of how it's covered and then characterized afterwards. Do you agree with that? It's the clips that get shown on later? Uh, or it's the analysis that sort of, uh, a lot of people won't watch the whole thing.
2: Right. Yeah. I and mean, we sort of live in that world now, right. Where, you know, it's uh, whether it's a, a TikTok video or a YouTube short. I mean, you, you can you can sort of bite size and, and communicate, uh, uh, you, you know, quick points much more easily than you can get people to tune into a 90 minute discussion. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's that's a big part of it is, is how it's covered, how it's talked about. Um, and, you know, but to your original point, Daryl, like I, I, I don't I don't. I think that these debates are necessarily game changers. I think that they reinforce uh, uh, already held opinions. I don't think there's a lot of people tuning into the debate wondering how they'll vote based on the outcome. Mm,
0: interesting. All right, uh, Bill Anderson is the VP of Crestview Strategy. Bill, going to get you to hold the line for just a moment. We're going to take a pause here. We're talking about the leaders debate, the 2023 Alberta Provincial Leaders Debate. It's going to go to air on Global News uh, and CTV at uh, 6 p.m. tonight. You can listen live on uh, 630 Chat and Global News 880. So we've been talking about the debate. Want to talk as well about... Alberta federal relations, depending on what happens after the election. We'll get to that right after this.
1: The All-New This Morning with Jay Lynn and Daryl. We're chatting with Bill Anderson, Vice President of Crestview Strategy, political strategist, uh, about the debate, but about the overall election. And one of the things we've been doing uh, throughout the entire Chorus Radio Network is on, on Thursdays focusing on, on certain areas of mm-hmm. the, uh, the the provincial election campaign, and specifically federal-provincial elections, Wanted to, or relations, rather. wanted to chat with uh, Bill Anderson about that, because very clearly this has been a big mm. plank for Danielle Smith, is we are going to fight against Ottawa for Alberta. Uh, where do you think that, I haven't seen as much of that through this campaign. Mostly I just hear about the, the Notley-Trudeau federal mm-hmm, government, mm-hmm. or Notley-Trudeau alliance, that kind of stuff. What do you think about the, the federal relations planks?
2: Well, you know, look, I think Notley is, is walking a, a tightrope on this one. Uh, you know, we already talked about the number of undecided voters in this election, or at least what the polling has demonstrated thus far. Um, you know, my suspicion is that a lot of those are previous conservative voters who someone not least position is trying to bring over to their camp at this point in time. So, you know, like in order to do that, she, she needs to be a bit stronger than she has on the question of, you know, Alberta, Ottawa relations. Um, the difficulty for her, as you kind of alluded to Daryl, is that uh, you know, previously, she has been, you know, characterized as, you know, part of a, a Notley-Trudeau alliance or a notley Singh trudeau alliance. And, you know, the truth of the matter is that a lot of the policy positions she's campaigning on are much closer in substance to what the federal NDP and the federal Liberal Party uh, uh, have, have campaigned on and, and, and positioned in, in, you know, in, par- in parliament than what I think a lot of Albertans consider to be, you know, like what's good for Western Canada, what's good for Alberta, what's good for our resource sector. So, you know, I think about things like the carbon tax, but I also mm. think about things like, you know, um, uh, a jurisdiction over firearms, or I think about uh, you know, things like, like resource development and, and, and permitting and project approvals. Uh, it, it's a much more difficult balance, I think, for Notley to strike than it is for Smith, who can really kind of come out swinging against the feds And I think her party members would expect that.
0: I think it's going to be fascinating to watch, depending on who becomes the, the next premier. If it's, uh, if it's Danielle Smith, uh, that, uh, that relationship, I think we have an idea of how that's going to continue to go. If it's, if it's uh, Rachel Notley, uh, you know, could be different. But then we also have to look ahead to what's going to happen in federal politics here over the next two years. Um, there, there'll be a, a federal election and depending on who gets in there could upend those relationships all over again.
2: Yes. No. That's a really good point, Jalen. And you know, but I think that regardless of how you move the pieces around the chessboard, relative to the fact that there will be an election federally, sort of halfway through this new premier's term, uh, I don't see a scenario in 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 sort of any regard where that the premier just becomes some sort of natural ally of whoever holds the prime minister's office. Mm. I think there is always a degree of tension between Ottawa's interests and Alberta's interests. So, like, even if you were to project a hypothetical where you know Daniel, uh, pre- premier Daniel Smith, is is dealing with a prime minister Pierre Polyev, it uh, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that I think they're going to see eye to eye on all things. Neither neither leader is going to want to lay down uh, uh, and and concede on on key policy agenda items to the other.
1: Uh, which brings me back to the debate because I'm curious. I think uh, I think Daniel Smith will continue to go after Rachel Notley for this this perceived relationship with the uh, the the federal left. Uh, how hard does Rachel Notley need to fight back against that? We've seen it a little bit in this campaign where she says, oh, no, I've stood up to Ottawa and I will, apply, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but how hard does she have to fight back against that notion?
2: Hard, but in the context of the debate, you know, you don't really want to spend the whole time on the defensive.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the reality is that both candidates are going to be coming into this evening's debate with very strong contrast messaging. Um, you know, another word for that would be you, you know political attacks, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they both have the their the, the other, each candidate has the other's weaknesses, like like dialed into their scope. Uh, that's what they're going to want to talk about. So you know, Notley is going to you know have to defend and, and position her record on on alberta ottawa relations. Um, you know how true that rings for for viewers, uh, and and how good a job she's able to do, uh, you know deflecting and and repositioning the discussion remains to be seen.
0: Mm, interesting, it's going to be a fascinating watch and uh, listen this evening, Bill. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Sure, appreciate your time. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Take care, Bill Anderson is the VP of Crestview Strategy, I and mean, yeah, the thing is, is that oftentimes when you know um, one of the leaders get get asked something and they, they know how to change it around and then get their messaging mm. their messaging out i mean you'll see that over and over and over again you can think oh my god that's a great question i can't wait to hear what they say to this and then they just take it in the direction that they they want to go
1: it becomes what about in awful hurry yes I don't. I don't agree with the nature of that statement. Instead, let's look at this. Yeah. What about these guys? What about what they have done? Daryl, you've
0: moderated uh, leaders' debates mm-hmm. in the past. I think you and Linda Steele did one mm-hmm. the last. This a, your, it was quite a while it ago. It was a while back. Yeah, this
1: was quite Which a while one was back. That? I think that was 2015.
0: Yeah, so that was the one where, you know, we we heard, you know, the Prentice comments to to Rachel Notley at the time. That was kind of a bit of a turning point in that campaign. How difficult is it to moderate one of these things and keep it on the rails?
1: It can it can be. It depends on the candidates. I think it's it's a lot harder if you have multiple candidates. Mm. But there were rules to it. So the moderator's job is not to try and direct the track. It, it's it's simply to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. You have X amount of time, you have X amount of time, and then to try and enforce those rules and, and shut down somebody who's trying to outshout somebody else, which can be difficult. <laughs> this will be interesting with just two people, yes. but you know they're both going to go. So we'll see how that goes. It's also, I think it's difficult. Uh, and Linda and I, I thought, did as well as we could, but having two moderators mm. instead of one how, who who then controls in a situation uh, so if if the two candidates are going at each other and really you can't for me the whole idea is Listeners and viewers need to be able to hear what the hell That's they're right. saying. So, which one jumps in? Which one? So you've got to work all that out.
0: Yeah, you have to have those conversations beforehand, to oh, say who's it's... going to do what. But it's
1: different in the in the moment, in the in the intensity of the moment. So uh, for for Aaron and for Scott, who will be doing it tonight, that'll be a see. I'll watch them, and then I'll also watch the candidates. I'm just getting my popcorn popped. Oh, yeah. It's going to be entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be entertaining. I think
0: it's going, I think it's, again, I think it's going to be fascinating. And I think you're going to see, um, I think you're going to see some fireworks this evening. Oh, yeah.
1: I'd be shocked if there weren't. Mm -hmm. Well, there have been a few things uh, over the last couple of days that have sort of blown up a little Mm -hmm, bit more. mm -hmm. A little bit more of the, uh, you know, some candidates within the UCP saying things that they shouldn't be saying and then backtracking. And that's been pretty content- that's happened a lot in this campaign already
0: Harv says they just need to have a horn button and push it when things get out of hand <laughs>
1: Sure, let's turn it into a reality television, sort of a, a, a physical game show kind of a thing. Love it. so <laughs> right, we'll send, that su- we'll send that suggestion along, see if they can get it put in place oh, in time. Oh, my
0: goodness. So, again, uh, that leaders uh, debate gets underway tonight, 6 p.m. You can watch it on Global. You can listen right here on 630 Chet Radio and Global News 880 as well.